Okay, we'll get people another minute to come. Okay. Gemara has a din on Mem Hey Amid Beis that three women can bench Mizuman. And the Gemara quotes a statement from Mea Nashi, five lines from the top of Mem Hey Amid Beis. Even if you have a hundred women, with respect to what do we say, a hundred women, it's like Trey Gabri Damian, it's a Tesis comment, the top Tesis Linian, Kibbutz Tvila, Linian, called Abisha Basara. Dovisha Bigdusha, that's a Mishnah Megillah. Whenever you want to say a Dovisha Bigdusha, Kadush Kadusha Barhu is a Dovisha Bigdusha. Exactly how do you define a Dovisha Bigdusha is a big problem. Uh, so Rachel attempted a different shiurim to give a, a good definition. He didn't really succeed. It's a problem, but that's, uh, we know roughly what it is. We pointed out that if you have ten people when you bench Mizum and you say Baruch Alakeinu, so the Kesef Mishnah says that that has a status of Dabashabikdusha. And he's explaining why the Ramam says that three women can bench Mizuman, but if you have ten women they want to bench Mizuman, they don't say Baruch Alakeinu. So the Kesef Mishnah says it's a Dabapasha because it's a Dabashabikdusha. You need ten. You need ten as an indication it's a Dabashabikdusha. Now, so Rechik was very unhappy with that because he was from Lithuania. And he said in Lithuania, the minute was that when they would bench Baruch HaLakeinu, they wouldn't stand up at all. He said in Germany, they would stand up like this. In other parts of Europe, they would stand up a little bit like this, as if it's a... But he says in Lithuania, they wouldn't stand up at all. So that's why he assumed that it's not the Dabash Bigdusha. And the Loshan Agamara in Megillah, on that Mishnah, the Gemara says a whole list of things that need Asura. So the Gemara says one explanation for many of them because the Dabash Bigdusha needs Asura based on the Pasuk and Chumash. <coughs> What's the Pasuk and Chumash? Benigdash to Besok B'nei Yisrael. And the word B'nei Yisrael in another location has the connotation of ten. So that shows that you need ten for the Nikdash to Besok Mene Yisrael. Dovisha Bigdusha needs Asura. There is a famous Tosfos about being Mitzar of one cotton to a minion. That's on Daf Mem Ches Amad Aleph. Tosfos quotes a pika the Rav Lazar. Maybe the cotton has to hold the Sefer Torah beyondai. Tosis makes fun of that. It doesn't make any sense. That was a common practice years ago. They would have a boy hold, a boy, soon before Bar Mitzvah, who will come to shul. There were only nine people in the shul who were after Bar Mitzvah, and there was a boy before Bar Mitzvah. Sometimes they would tell him to hold a Sefer Torah. Sometimes they would hold him to, tell him to hold a Chumash, not a Sefer Torah. That's what Tosis jokes. He's holding a Chumash, not even holding a Sefer Torah. What did you accomplish? And Rabbi Soloveitchik didn't, didn't thought like Tosis. It doesn't make any sense. So he said, when they asked him, should he hold on to a chumash? He said, better you should hold on to the sitter. You should be able to dab and hold on to the sitter. Didn't 
like this is makes one holding on to the sefer, holding on to the homish. So how can it be that you can be mitzarev one ever? The Gemara tells a story. Amem. That one of the Tanoim came to the base marriage, there were only nine people. He was Meshachar his Eved. The Gemara says, How was he allowed to do that? Meshachar Abba Ebda Be'ese. That's the, the Gemara in Saita Dav Gimel, where the Gemara has three Psukim, where there's a Machloikas, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Shmuel. One of the three Psukim is Liol Mohem Tavoidu. So Rabbi Akiva says, Chayva, you're not allowed to be Meshachar and Eved Kanain. And Eved Ibri, you're permitted to be Meshachar. Evaknani and not permitted to be in Shachrim. And the other Tan Rabbi Shmuel says, No, it's a Rishu. So if you want to, you can hold on to him even after Shesh and even after Yom Kippur Yavil, he doesn't go free. But if you want to, you can set him free. What are the other two Psukim? What's he doing on Saita Dav Gimlam and Aleph? Because one of the Psukim is by Saita. So Rabbi Akiva understands it's a Chayva. It's a mitzvah. If he thinks that his wife is fooling around with somebody else, he has a mitzvah, he should warn her. Kini is stira, kini means hasroa. Husband wants his wife, altistri mishplani. I don't want you to be alone with so and so because I don't trust you with him. He's chayshet that she's having an affair with someone else. And, and the other time, Rabbi Shmuel says it's a rishul. If he happened to be mikanili ishtai, then if there was kini or stira, then she becomes sasa. But it does mean that it's one of the taryag mitzvahs. And what's the third pasuk? Where there's a machalik, so Rabbi Kiva Rabbi Shmuel, it says a koyin in the beginning of Pasha Samar. A koyin is not allowed to be metame to any mason unless it's one of the seven relatives. If he's a koyin gadol, not even allowed to be metame to design koyin, only to a mace mitzvah. Even a koyin gadol is metame to a mace mitzvah. But if it's a koyin hedyot, then it says if it's lachos hapsulo shel oisalayish, if his sister is still single, she never got married, she didn't get married yet. So then, lo yitamo. So Rabbi Akiva says, lo yitamo chayva. And even if the coin doesn't want to be mitame, mitame also bal korchay. It's a chayva. It's one of the six hundred thirteen mitzvahs. He's mechuyev to show kaver ames, kaver abrius, even kaver ames. A lot of people think that you have to show kaver ames. The person while he was alive, we never went out of our way to show any respect for him. After he died, all of a sudden we show respect for him. The Gemara says, no, even there's a din, even Kavar Abiyas by Jews even applies after Misa. By Nochem there's also a din of Kavar Abiyas, but only calls man that they're alive. Every person has Tzalem Alakim. The Bnei Yisrael have a deeper degree of Tzalem Alakim. That's what we call Barim Lamakam. Just like the children carry on the DNA from the parents, so too the Bnei Yisrael have a person in their DNA. Um... A maila of Tzalem Alakim, more so than the Umasoilim. So, by us, there's even a dinner covered up Yislachamisa. But the Gemara says in Ksubis in the second paragraph, if you have a conflict between Kabarachim and Kabarachim, and Kabarachim takes precedence. Gemara says if there's a crossroads and there's a group of people going with a Chasen Kala celebrating a Chiddush Mamish, and another group of people taking a body to be buried in the cemetery. And either one group goes first, there's no green lights and red lights, how do they decide who goes first? And Mar says, the Chosen Kala take precedence, and then you take the Mesa after. So the Shita Mukubetzis, and that Gemara says, that's the Klal and the Gemara. Whenever there's a conflict between Kabbalahim and Kabbalah Mesa, and Kabbalahim takes precedence, not only by a Chosen Kala and a Mesa. In general, like that, Kabbalahim takes precedence. The Dino Kabbalah even applies Lachamisa, but not that it. Uh, our religion does not center around uh, death. 
some non-observant Jews think as if the whole religion centers around death. You say, Kaddish and Yisker and Yartzeit, that's all they observe. Kaddish and Yisker, that's it. They don't observe Shabbos and Kashvis and Tarot and So it's for them. They have a totally distorted uh, perception of what the religion, everything revolves about death. And we have, I remember, Avsolovetchik always used to speak, he was the main speaker at every time they had a Chagas Smicha. And uh, so the U.S. to always have, they didn't have so many mismochim like now. We didn't have so many students like now. So the Chagas Smicha was always held in Lampert Auditorium. And, uh, and the boys who were getting Smicha came with their parents and their wives and their children. And there was still enough room for everybody in, in the Lampert Auditorium. So they used to have all the high school students were invited to attend. So they used to take us, those I remember, they would take us to listen to Rabbi Solveig's Russia, the Chagas Smicha. Dr. Belkin would speak for 10 minutes, in Yiddish, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't a good public speaker. He had very good ideas, but he didn't speak well. And then he would introduce Rabbi Soloveitchik. Every time he would give a, a major drushan, every time a different drushan. Remember, one of the drushas by the Chagas Smicha was dedicated to this topic, that uh, we, we place emphasis on the Chai Baham Eloshi Yomuspeh, that the Koch Nefesh is Dech Kola and we don't, uh, our religion does not revolve about the death. And he said at that time that in his family they have a tradition from the Vilna Gaon that they don't go to visit the cemetery. Even the Vilna Gaon went after his father passed away. He went at the end of the shiva, he went to visit the cemetery. And then his father came to him in a dream afterwards and he told him, I appreciated it very much that you came to visit uh, my grave, but you should know that it had a negative effect on you and the Shama. So that was it. So from that time on, the Vilna Gaon never went to the cemetery again. And he said, in his family, that was the tradition. Many from Baloshin, they carried on all the traditions from the Vilna Gaon. They, they would never go to visit the cemetery. We emphasize Kavar HaChaim. Kavar HaBiyaz, Kavar HaChaim. So again, so... This is, so the question was, is it really a posseg that a Dovish of Bikdusha needs ten and have to be a Sari Gedolim? How you Mitzarf one cotton? How you Mitzarf one Evid? A blessed came to the base Medrash, there were only nine people. So he was Meshachar his Evid, even though it's a violation of the Olam Tavoidu, he passed on like a Rebbe Akiva. The Olam Tavoidu is, is one of the Tariyag Mitzvahs. Tosis raises the question if Rebbe Akiva has three more Mitzvahs than. Uh, then Rabbi Shmuel, so what happened to the Taryag Mitzvahs? Rabbi Shmuel disagrees, or Rabbi Kiva disagrees. What's, so there must be that there are Mitzvahs that uh, Rabbi Shmuel counts, and Rabbi Kiva doesn't count. So that's what the, the Paschim all try to figure out. What could possibly be the three Mitzvahs that Rabbi Shmuel counts? So the Yad David has a suggestion. Yad David was Rabbi David Zinsheim. He was the head of Napoleon Sanhedrin. History is a famous person. He was a big tzaddik when he passed away. The Chassam delivered a hespid, and he said he heard that he finished Shasap three times in his lifetime. Some the people today finish Shas every year. But uh, he says, well, David Zinsheim, he heard that he finished Shas three times in his lifetime. A great good. So he has a safe on every Mesich, the Yad David, or is on every Mesich. So he has a suggestion that there's a Machlekes HaTanoim in the Mishnah in HaPerek HaTcheles. If a person has sits in four corners of the Begin, are all the four corners Ma'akvim Ze'ezeb? 
Let's say you have tzitzis in one corner, but you don't have in the other three corners. Like I have a house with 20 rooms. I need 20 mezuzahs. So I repeat the mitzvah many times. So when you put a tzitzah in each one of the four corners, you're making the same mitzvah four times? Or no, you're not making the mitzvah unless you have all four, like Dalad Minim Shabalulam, Akram Zerzeh. So maybe over here, Tvilna Shayat, Tvilna Shayat, not Miakram Zerzeh. That's the Seder and the Mishnah is there in Menach. says, which things are Miakram Zerzeh? Which things are not Miakram? The seven Kani Hamanura. If you didn't light all the seven candles, you're not here to anything. There's no partial credit over there. So that's a Machloikis Hatanoim. So Bishmuel is of the opinion, Arbaasam Arba Mitzvah say. It's not one mitzvah. Not all the Dalit Sitzes are Miakram Zerzeh. The Ramah says, Dalit Minashabulullah is one mitzvah. Because it's Miakram Zerzeh. And Tfilm Shayyad, Tfilm Shayyad, you can't say two mitzvah because they're not Miakram Zerzeh. That's the Ramam's claim. <clears throat> so if you learn out from a Pasuk that a Dovish Bigdusha needs Asara, so how can the Gemara says there were only eight people in Shul? And he, he was Meshachar of one Evet, so he had nine B'nai Chorin, and the tenth one was an Evet. You can be Meshachar one Evet to a minion. You can be one cotton to the minion. The big Tosus of them, Ches Amir Aleph. Or some Rishonim say, the Mishnah Bura said, they didn't even quote this in Shulchan Aruch. Some Rishonim say, you can serve one woman to a minion, nine men and one woman. But if it's a Pasuk, how can you be Meikal on it? So Moshe Feinstein writes in his Chubis, he thinks that the Pasuk is only an Asmachta, the Dovisha Bidusha needs Asura. But it sounds so much that it's a real Dinder. I said, yeah, it's a Dinder. I said, I'm going to get to Yavar. The Dinder is there, Gimel Averis Achamuras, Abudazur Gilavashu Chazdanim. And they say, Yavar, even Bitsin, even But with respect to the other Averis, let's say a guy comes and he wants to shoot me, unless I be Machal Shabbos, and he knows it's in violation of my religion. So if it's Bifrahesi, if it's Bifnei Asar, me Israel, then then is Yahorik Bal Yavar. So that's a Din Derais, and Ramosha says there, you're not Mitzarf one cut and one Isha and one Evaknaini. That's a real Din Derais, so that's a matter of life and death. You have to give your life. The answer is no. That's called B'tzin, it's not called B'farhasin. But this is a Dinder Abonon, he says, that the Dabashat B'kedushin needs Asar, it's based on the Pasek. Meaning, Dashti B'Soch B'nai Yisrael, the real Dinder Aisa goes on Yehorek Val Yavor. And if it's B'Shas Hashman, even B'tzin, he says Yehorek Val Yavor, because it will become a foursome. Later on, that's what the Rishonim say. Everyone will hear about it later on. So that's what Ramosha thinks, that the din of Dovisha Bigdushin came from Mitzar for women, that's only a din der Abonim. Yeah, so what, what kind of a din is this? So the Kesef Mishnah thinks that a bench of Mizuman, the Elokeinu, Baruch Elokeinu, is a Dovisha Bigdushin, that's why I need Asar. So Absol Vechik thought that it wasn't correct, because in Lithuanian meaning was they didn't stand up at all. And that's one of the dinim, that's Noig by Dovisha Bigdushin, you need Asara. The Achrayim have a machlekes. The early Achrayim from the 1500s had a machlekes. When you say slichas and aseres meitshuva at any time, and you say the yud gimel minus vayavasham upanim ikra hashem hashem kalavachem lachanun, is that a dovish bigdusha not lamay nafkemina? So one nafkemina is where they need asora. If you're traveling on the plane and you're during slichas time, can you say yud gimel minus biyichidus? So we machma that night. Second nafkemina where you need amida. That where they have to stand. Obviously, Bigdusha, 
we usually assume you need Amida. Based on a Yerushalmi. And then Morgan Avram quotes that Rizal that says the Yerushalmi is a misprint. It's a mistake, there is no such thing. So a lot of the Sephardim will not stand up. And the Chassan saying Kaddish, many Sephardim will not stand up because they follow the Arizal who says that that line in the Yerushalmi is a misprint. And then the third document is where they need Atifa. What is Atifa? So the Gemara says later in Shlosh Shachlu that there are ten dinim in Koishal Brach if you bench all across. There are ten dinim that are required. And out of the ten dinim that the Tanoim formulated, we observe four of the ten. And in Shulchan they have the sim in Chamisha. Chamisha means five. So they say, no, Chamisha is a Russia tape. It's Chai Malay Shtifa Hadocha. The wine should be Chai, whatever that means. It should be Malay, the cup should be approximately full. And Shtifa Hadocha should rinse out the cup on the inside and the outside. Shtifa Hadocha should rinse out the cup. Shulchan says that if the cup was kept in the cabinet from a Tzoy Shabbos, he said, Havdallah, over a cup of wine. And you wash it out and you put it away. And no dust came into the cabinet. Nobody used it in the middle of the week. Then there's no need to rinse it out next week because you know that it's clean. And the Mekubalim recommend, you look on the Kafachayim, on that simon. So they recommend, the Mekubalim recommend, you should still wash it out. You should still have Shtifadach. The Hasidim follow a lot of the Sephardish and Menogim that are based on Kabbalah. So they'll be Makbet to rinse out the cup, even though it's clean all week long. So one of the dinim is, one of the ten dinim, that, uh, that we only observe four out of the ten, Chaim Olish So one of the other six that we don't always mock, but about is Ituf. What does Ituf mean? So Abi Yosef Kara writes in the Beis Yosef, it can't mean that you have to wear a yarmulke when you bench Alakos. And if you're not benching Alakos, you don't have to wear a yarmulke. You're not allowed to say a bracha with that. Kisu HaRosh, that's a double pashat like that. So the Beis says it must be Itov means you have to wear a hat, something in addition, or a fancy yarmulke, something, you wear the talus over your head, that's called Itov. The Tosis Yontov quotes the Beis very often, he quotes the Beis and he disagrees, and he says, who says that there's such a din that you have to have Kisa HaRosh when you say a bracha? Maybe it's only a minute, and whenever you have a Koshal bracha, then you need Itov, then it's a din. So Chacham Avadya points out that this machlokes between Rabbi Yosef Karo and the Teisus Yontif is recorded in Masecha Sofrim as a machlokes Hatanoim. They both forgot Rabbi Yosef Karo and the Teisus Yontif both forgot that Masecha Sofrim was written by the Goyne Eretz Yisrael. That's what the Mogan Avram writes in Hilchos Kriyas Hatayr. It was, it was not from the days of the Tanoim, it was not from the days of the, it wasn't written in the days of the Amaraim. It was written down. They had oral traditions and they recorded everything. So they're going to write this. They're going to Eretz Yisrael write this. A lot of times, whenever there's a dispute between the Babli and the Rishalmi, there's a Minig Eretz and Minig Babel. So we always follow the Minig from Babel. We follow the Babli more so than the Rishalmi. That's the riff in the end of Eretz writes like that. Whenever you have a machlek between the Bavli and Yerushalmi, you follow the Bavli because the Bavli was written later and everything that's discussed in Yerushalmi, the Chachmei HaBavli were aware of and we say, it took everything into consideration, everything that it says in Yerushalmi and they decided against it, so we say, in the earlier generations, till the days of Abai Barava, we would assume, Whenever an earlier generation has a machlegs with a later generation, we would pass like the earlier generation. But from the days of Abayi Barava, the Eilech, 
That's a tradition for Negoyim. From that time on, we say, Hilchus HaKadas Roy. We assume that the later Chachamim took everything into consideration from before. Earlier generations, they weren't... Um, they weren't so keen on Sakaloch Alamaisa, they weren't working out. From the days of Abai Rabbi Velach, they were they were working one Halach Alamaisa. <coughs> so that's um, so that's what Chacham Avadia has that uh, comment. He said that this machlekes is between Rabbi Yosef Karo and the Tosis Yantav. Is there a real din that you're not allowed to recite a brach begilei rosh? According to what's recorded in Masech Sofrim, written by the Goyen Eretz Yisrael, it was a machlokes satanayim from earlier generations. Anyway, so we don't have this in our Tosfos, but the Tosfos Harosh has the same Tosfos, the top Tosfos on Mem Zayin on the days, and the Adzan Mikra Megillah. The tour has a machlokes about that. There was a machlekes between Rav and Ravasi. Ravasi was a Talmud of Rav. So the Gemara says, in the days of the Baisheni, there was an institution of Mikra Megillah on the Yom HaKnisa. If Purim fell out on any day of the week, other than Sheni Vachamishi, so the Bnei HaKfarim, those who live in the little villages, had a Kula. If they want to, they can be Yitzhak Mikra Megillah the Monday or Thursday before Purim. Purim is on Purim. The Sudas Purim, you have to have on Purim. But, but the Mikram Megillah, there would be Yitzay. Many of them chose that option. They can be Yitzay, the Mikram Megillah, the Monday or Thursday before. That's called Yoyma Knisa. So the Gemara says in the beginning of uh, Masachas Megillah, we no longer have this uh, leniency to lay the Megillah Yoyma Knisa. It ended at the time of Churban Baisheni. The Yant of, Bambi, of Purim was instituted before Baisheni. Nespurim occurred at the end of the 70 years of Golas Babel. And at that time, the Gemara says, from day number one, they had this kula, that many hakfarim akdimim de'em aknisa. We allow them to read the Megillah the Monday or Thursday before. But the day of Purim is really on Purim, not the Elaine, the Kriya Satara on Purim, and the Shalach Mana should be on Purim. Matanus Laviyayim, and the Gemara gives the whole reason why Matanus Laviyayim should be fulfilled on the Yoim Haknisa. Because the Aniyim will know that they get the Tzedakah when everybody reads the Megillah. So the Gemara says this leniency that terminated at the time of Churban Baisheni, the Jews were spread all over in Golos. They were sent in Golos all over. It's going to be very confusing. The people will think that Pesach should be observed a month after Purim. So if you'll continue to allow, there was no central Jewish authority. The Sanhedrin went into Golos. Nothing was functioning at that time. <coughs> after the Churban Baisheni. So the Gemara says, since there's no central Bezdin that everyone relies on, it's going to be Hefker. If you're going to have people read the Megillah Monday or Thursday before Purim, they're going to celebrate Pesach days earlier than they should. They didn't have a printed calendar. They didn't know any given month when Rosh Chodesh is going to be for next month. The month can either have 29 days or 30 days. During the lifetime of Abai Verova, that's when the Chachonim and Eretz Yisrael who had smicha, Bible Robert didn't have smicha, they lived in bubble. Can't get smicha if you live if you're in Chutzlord. You can only have smicha in Eretz Yisrael. Once you get smicha in Eretz Yisrael, you can function in Chutzlord also. But Kiddush HaChodesh and Ibra even if you have smicha, it has to be done dafke in Eretz Yisrael. Can't be done in Chutzlord. So the Gemara says, after the Churban Abba, say, this continued this kula. 
But that kula, that Yelena Megillah, Shana Bachamishi, before Purim, if Purim didn't fall out on a Monday or Thursday, so that kula is only for Lein Betzibur. You have to have Asar. You can't lay Mikra Megillah with less than Asar. What about if you lay the Megillah on Purim? Not on the Yom HaKnisa. So that was Makhloik, his Rab and his Talmud Rab Asi. So Rab said, no. That's only a day if you're laying on the Yom HaKnisa. Bismanah after the Chubim Ba'ashen. We don't have any Yom HaKnisa anymore. So the whole story is irrelevant. Either you never need a minion. Never need a minion for Mikra Megillah. In Shulchan Aruch, there are more quotes on Yerushalmi that in order to say the Bracha, Rab is... The bracha at the end of Mikra Megillah, the Ramah said that you only say that bracha if you read the Megillah Basar, if you let it believe Asar or not. Vilnagan thinks that that's a misreading of the Yerushalmi, that the Yerushalmi is not talking about Mikra Megillah, that in order to say the bracha, Rafta Srivam Dantas Dinam Inida Minyan, we're talking about the bracha after an Aliyah. You only say a bracha after an aliyah. You say brachas hatera in the morning when you wake up before you start the alarm. When you get an aliyah, you say the bracha at the beginning of the aliyah. Why should you say a bracha at the end? So that's only when you have kriyas hatera b'tzibur. But kriyas hamigilah b'tzibur. Kriyas hamigilah, even if it's not b'tzibur, the Vilna Gaon thinks you should always say the bracha. In Shulchan Aruch, even those who usually follow the Vilna Gaon, so they say, but the Mishnah says... Mishnah Megillah says that you only recite the bracha after Mikra Megillah if it, it depends on the Minigamokim. Same thing, Yahalulucha, at the end of Halal, depends on the Minigamokim. What do you mean? The Minig was that they composed a new bracha. The Gemara says after the days of Dan Shekhtan Sagadah, not supposed to compose any new brachas. The Kambi Yelach, the Gemara says, Dan Shekhtan Sagadah was a group of Tamir HaChachamim, 120 Rabbanim, Abraham, Kamenavim. They were the ones who were misakin, all the brachas and all the tefillahs and Kiddush and Abdallah and everything. And they, because Abraham, Kamenavim, so they knew how to compose brachas. Mikam Yelach, after the Tkuf of Dan Shekhen, also the Tzapar B'Shvach Hashan Mokim. It's not permissible to praise HaKadosh Baruch Whatever you say may be ridiculous. You may not know what you're talking about. You really need a Karech Abnevim input from the beam to be able to compose a proper uh, tefillah. The Gemara says, when we daven, we praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Tell God because that's what HaMosha Abeno offered his prayer. So we look in the Tanakh to see the beam know how to, compo- how to offer a tefillah. But after the days of Elan Shekhtes we have big Tamir Chachan, but you don't have the beam. Also the top of B'Shoch and not allowed to compose any new brachas. So the brachas of Yehalalucha, the brachas after the Mikra Megillah, are not, not developed as a minik in certain Mekarnas. The Pashtas says they were composed by the Anshak as an optional bracha. If you don't want to, you don't have to. It might appear that the whole institution of Tzukar Zimra was instituted by the Anshak with Baruch Shem at the beginning, Ishtabach at the end, as an optional thing, because the Gemara in the end of Masech Shabbos Quotes one of the Tanoim, Yehechel came gormi ha'halal b'chol yom. I hope I'll be able to recite halal every day. So the Gemara said, How can you say you hope to recite halal every day? Kolam ha'halal b'chol yom, ha'rezim ha'charef ha'megadev. We say halal every day, it sounds as if you're complaining against the Rabbani Shalom, how come you haven't done any miracles for us lately? He did nisim, it says to some in Mitzrayim. What about recently you haven't done any miracles? The Gemara says, You're not allowed to say halal shalom. 
That's why on Rosh Chodesh, the Gemara says, my Rav had smicha. Rav came to Bovel, around the end of Titus. Rav Yikla the Bovel and the Balabatim were, were very religious. They wanted to be observant, but they were big Amaratim. They didn't know any didim. So they didn't know the ABCs of Kapshas and Sharas, Shabbos and Taras Amishbacha. And Rav and Shmuel both came to Bovel and they made yeshivas and they made a big habot and satir. So when Rav first came to Bovel, the first came, the first was Chodesh, the Balabatim was saying, Halal and Shul, Chatzi Halal. And Sobal Absukin is going to tell him to stop, that they're mistaken. You don't say Halal Amish Chodesh, but as he started walking up to the Chazan to tell me making a mistake. So then the Chazan skipped the third paragraph and so on. So he, so he was wondering, why did he skip a paragraph? He was saying Halal already. Why don't they say the whole Halal? So he realized one Kasha for him is the other. It must be that at the reciting of the Halal, there's a minig, and that's why they skipped. The only in violation of the din of Haim Halal B'chol Yom Hariz and Mecharif and Megadev, if you say Halal Sholem, if you say Chatzi Halal, that's okay. You're allowed to recite it. That's what many people say. What can be wrong with reciting Halal on Yom Atzma'ut? A brochel of Atol. So we say Halal without a brochel. So Rav Sholochik said, no, you're not allowed to say Halal Sholem. Any day that there's no Chiyuv, there's an obligation to recite Halal Sholem. It would appear for the Gemara that it's an Issa to say Halal. Amahal b'chol yom does mean dafk every single day. Whenever one says halal on a day that there's no chiyuv, no din and no din derabanan, that's not permissible, and that's exactly the reason why they skipped. Why you say chatzir halam eshchodesh? Because it's only a minute. And the Ramam said the same is true. Chalamayt pesach. We say chatzir halal. Why? So he claims that chatzir halal on, on pesach is a minute. That's why you say chatzir halal. The Ramban disagrees. The Ramban holds that halal on Yontav is a dinder, I say halal, chatzi halal Pesach is a dinder abon. And the chatzi halal amashchedesh is a minik, the Gemara said that's a minik, that's borrowed. They took the idea from Chalamai Pesach. Chalamai Pesach is a dinder abonon. So on Rashchedesh, some communities in Bavl started this minik that now became so popular that everybody says Chatzi Halam That's why there's a big Machlaikis in Rishon, where they say Brochanat, because the Gemara makes a big fuss about the fact that we say Abirchas HaMitzvah, Shekidoshana B'Mitzvah Yisav Itzivanu. When you read the Megillah, which is only the Rabbanon, and when you like Neres Chanukah, which is only the Rabbanon. So the Gemara says, Hechan Tzivanu, HaKadosh Baruch didn't instruct us, he was not Mechaibas to read the Megillah, it's only the Rabbanon, it's not a Din the Gemara says, no, that the Torah requires of us we should observe the Takonis the Rabbanon. So it's legitimate to recite the Bracha, Shekadoshana, the Mitzvah, so it's Ivano, because it's a Takonis Chacham. So from the simple reading of the Gemara in Sukkot, it would appear that if Chibat Arava, we are some Chibat Arava, when you clap the Hushainis on Hashan Arava, so Gemara had a Shaila, is it a Takonis on the Vim, or is it a Minig the Vim? And the Gemara says, we do chibat but we don't say a bracha. That's a riot, that it's not a mitzvah, but the rabbanon. It's only a minute. If it's only a minute, then you don't say a bracha. But our practice is that we do say a bracha on chatzi halam v'shchodesh. Many svarim do not say a bracha on chatzi halam. So that's the question. Why uh, Why did we decide some in hagam? We do say a bracha, some in hagam. We don't say a bracha. So that's a discussion in Teisus, in the Rishonim. Why by the Ashkenazim, we sometimes do say a bracha, but sometimes don't. Getting back over here, so when you read the Megillah on Purim itself, not on the Yom Haknesim, when you read the Megillah on Purim, so it's a Machlech, it's Rav and Rabasi. 
Read the Megillah on the Yom HaKnisa, which doesn't exist anymore, then the Gemara says you need Asura. If you read the Megillah on Purim, so Rab is of the opinion that there's no need for a minion. But his student Rabasi disagreed. And he thought that more correct is you should read the Megillah on Purim with Asura. So the... Uh, <clears throat> So the Gemara recalls that Rab was Choshish out of respect for his Talmud. He was Choshish for the Talmud's opinion. So he was not Taiman when he heard his Talmud disagreed with him. And the Talmud Rabasi felt that you need a minion for Mikra Megillah Bismana, not only for Yom HaKnisa, even Mikra Megillah Purim. So he was careful to be Machmer like that. Tosha said we don't pass him like that. Even though Rab himself was Machmer, but Mikra then we don't pass him like that. We pass him. We try to get a minion, like Rab did a Midas Chasidus. You try to get a minion all the time. But if you can't, so then you can still lay in the Megillah, be say, even if you don't have Asura. Like then we don't really accept. We have a lot of things that we're machmer for the Bahag's opinion. Tyson says the Bahag lived in the days of the Goenim, called Vardirik Kabbalah. He writes things that are, were traditions in Yeshivas and in, in, in Surah and Pumbadisa and Bavel. That was the Minik. So he writes things that are very strange. So he writes that a woman is mechuyiv in Mikra Megillah, but a woman is not mechuyiv in the same level as a man. So a woman cannot be read the Megillah to be mighty a man. So we really don't hold like that. If you really get stuck, let's say the husband is not well, and he sleeps most of the day, and you, you can't get up al to sit around the house and wait till the husband's going to wake up and be ready to hear Mikra Megillah. And the wife is healthy, and the wife knows how to read the Megillah. So uh, if you have a big shasatrat, then we violate the sheet of the Ba'ag. And we allow a man to be able to make a Megillah from a woman. Or the Ba'ag is of the opinion, if you miss one day in Sviris HaOmer, so you blew it and you lost the mitzvah and you can't count. So we don't follow the Ba'ag. We, we say you leave out the bracha. You should count Sviris because we don't hold like the Ba'ag. But you shouldn't say the Ba'ag had a respect for the Ba'ag. We have respect. We say, We have respect for the opinions that were not accepted. That's Rab was Machmer for Abbasi's opinion, even though he was a Talmud of his. Rab was Machmer. But Tyson says we don't pass on Tyson Kedushin. says we don't pass on like, uh, like Rabasi. We pass on like Rab's opinion. L'chatchila, we should do Amidus Chasidus and Michoshish for his opinion. Yeah. So the fact that, uh, that you say Yihalalucha depends on the Minagamokim. Or the bracha that at the end of Mikra Megillah depends Mokim Shnagel Avarch Mevarchim. It doesn't mean that the the minig developed the bracha. The bracha must have been composed by the Anshek Nesagdol. Otherwise, no one would have said the bracha. We say Mikami Yalach and not allowed to compose any new brachas. We avoid composing new brachas. But apparently, the Anshek Nesagdol when Mesak in Mikra Megillah as the bracha at the end of Mikra Megillah, the bracha at the end of the Halal. That's an optional thing. So that's why it depends on the meaning of Mokim. So since so that's what the Achreinim say, the Chayyadim writes, even though the Vilna God is of the opinion that you should say the bracha after Mikra Megillah, even if there's no minion, but since the reciting of the bracha depends on the meaning of Mokim, the meaning for many centuries was like the Ramah. The Ramah lived in the 1500s, and he's quoting it from Rishonim, and the Chayyadim lived in the late 1700s, same time as the Vilna God. So he says, for many centuries, the minig has been that you don't say the bracha if you don't have a minion on Mikra Megillah. So he says, so that's the minig on Mokim is, you don't say the bracha. You only say the bracha if it's Betzibah. 
even though the even though the Vilagon thinks that Minig is based on a misreading of the Yerushalmi, but he said that's the Minig, that you only say the Bracha uh, if you have a soul. So this idea that you that you require a minion for Mikra Megillah, it's not because Mikra Megillah is a Dabash Dusha. You want to have Fisumi Nisa, so that's why you want to have it Bifnaya Sora. So that's a is the tour quotes a is a Rishainim. If you have ten women, the Ramah alludes to the tour. The Ramah quotes the tour. That the two opinions where the ten women of five men and five women count as the Gemara's Lashem wants even a hundred women. Even a hundred women is like two men on the top line. I'm hey, I'm at base. So Tyson says, when you get the Dovish Big Dush, when you get the Hazar Sashats, you have to have ten men. But maybe for the purposes of Pirsominisa, maybe that is good. So the Rush, Tyson, we have Rush, when he quotes this Tyson, on the top Tyson, and Hamid Bay, so he adds on that from Mikra Megillah, you need Asar. Even though it's not a Dovish Big Dusha, it's for the purpose of Pirsominisa, still you have to have Asar. <coughs> That's why Teisushit is the next Teisus. Teisus read it in the Gemara like that. The Brisa that says that the three women can bench Mizuman means it's optional. If the three men, they're obligated to bench Mizuman, they're not allowed to bench Bichidus. If you have four or five people, you're not allowed to break up and bench privately because you won't be benching Mizuman. You have six people, then you can break up into two groups, three and three, and each group will bench Mizuman. <clears throat> but if you don't have six, you're not allowed to break up because you're you to bench Mizuman. But by women, Tyson says it's a Rishus. Why did Tyson say it's a Rishus? Because you had a Machloikas. What about Shnaim Shachal Kachas? They're not Chayavim, that's clear from the Mishnah. Is it optional? So that was a machlokes amaroim. So the Gemara said Toshma from this din. You see that there's such a thing as an optional mezuman. What do you say optional? Because women, you can't say that women are mechuyif the bench mezuman. Women, we want women always to be betzina. That's what we pointed out. The sifrei, as the comment on the pasuk, some toss malach and melach, melach v'lo malkam ikan. From this pasuk, he derived. A is a man. You appoint a man to be the parnas alatziba. You shouldn't appoint a woman. Once in a long while, the only the best person for the job was a woman, so they would appoint a woman as the as the malka. But most of the time, if you have an option of appointing a man or a woman, more proper is to appoint a man. Melech malka for all public issues. Because we want that the women should lead more of a life of uh, Tznias. Tznias people mistakenly think that Tznias only has to do with women's dressing, has to do with men dressing, has to do with you leading your whole life. Tznias has to do with the word Bitsina. You should try to lead a life of Bitsina, to lead a private life as much as possible. Like Rabbi Salvechik said, he, didn't, he never knew what his father's birthday was. That's a personal thing. He never knew. His father was very private. It was very personal. He said his father never kissed him. His father, when he went to university, father shook hands. He said, Be matzliach. Goodbye. He did not go to see him again. He says in his family, they were very uh, private. 
that's part of that's maybe that's a little exaggerated, but uh, a lot exaggerated. But uh, <clears throat> but sneers means to do things betzin as opposed to bifarhesim. We pointed out the medrash has a comment. How come the luchas rishonis were smashed and the luchas sneers were not smashed? So the medrash answered because the luchas rishonis were given with such fanfare, because of rockin with such publicity. Luchoshnias, Moshe Rabbeinu came down on Yom Kippur. Was quiet. There was no kolos of brokim. The moral of the story is saying luchayafim and atznius. What it means this means to, you should do things as much as possible betzina. Some things you can do betzina. A rabbi has to always speak in public. A rabbi in yeshiva is always speaking in public. The Rosh Hashanah always has to speak in public. The president of the shul is a public position. The melech. So it's bad enough that we expect of the men that they should compromise on their tzniyas. The women, we don't want them to have to compromise unless she's the only one, she's the best one who's going to do the job. Then you can appoint a woman. There was a shul in uh, Teaneck, New Jersey. So they had two people were running, two people were candidates for the president of the shul. So the man who was the candidate was running on the platform. He wants to fire the Orthodox rabbi and hire a rabbi from Chodavei Torah. That's Rabbi Avi Weiss's smicha program. And uh, the woman who was running for president of the shul said, no, we should maintain the Orthodox synagogue. We shouldn't hire anybody from Chodavei Torah. We should, re- we should remain Orthodox. We should not become conservatives, a conservative, whatever. <laughs> so, the, so the rabbi from the shul had to call up long distance. He had to call Rabbi Aaron they ask him, under these circumstances, are you permitted to have a woman as a president at a shul? Could have asked any rabbi in yeshiva. Would have told him the same answer? Of course. Oh, in this circumstance, the woman is the best one for the job. If you're going to have the man, he's going to kick out the rabbi. He's going to change the whole nature of the shul. The mitzvah to lead a life betzina is part of the mitzvah b'halach tabidrochov. HaKadosh Baruch is described by the Nabi Yishai as a kel mistater. He hides. He, has, he does such a good job at hiding. There's so many people who don't even believe that he exists because he's, he's betzina. He's always a uh, kel mistater. So we say in order to preserve what we have a mitzvah, we should all try to preserve the Tzalem HaKim that we were born with. Everyone is born with the Tzalem HaKim. The Nochem also we assume, Chavi Vodam Shaniver B'Tzalem so we should uh, <clears throat> we have more than Salam Kim, we have Bonam Lamakim. So we should all try to lead our lives Bitsina. But Akadosh Baruch on occasion does make Gilu Shrina. So sometimes we expect the human beings also to do things before Hesya. But that's compromising on on Sneas. A lot of the women misunderstand because they see that men are always fighting to get Aliyas always fighting to Dabba Muhammad. So the women want to get Aliyah's also, and they want to dance with Hakafis, and they want to Dabba Muhammad, so they make their own minyonim. They don't realize that one of Dabba Muhammad is compromising on its things. One who gets on Aliyah is compromising on its things. The Gemara says, the last Gemara in Nazir, there's a machloikis, and we assume la'aloche, the one who answers Amen to the brachas of Chazor Sashats gets more reward than the Chazan himself who says the brachas. Answering Amit to someone else's brachas is more valuable than saying the brachas yourself. So the, because the women see the men are always fighting. Who's going to get an aliyah? And they get angry at the gabai. Why didn't give him the right aliyah? And they want to darvanam. So the women think that it's a right 
It's a privilege that you have. It's not a privilege. You're compromising on your tzniyas. More correct would be you should never dive in front of I remember years ago, one of the people who learned Parah Moshe Feinstein, he learned Parah Moshe for years. He teaches, he teaches math in Stern College. I forgot his name. Dallasman or something. So I think he told me he doesn't remember the Ramosha ever dove in front of it. How can it be? He had yard sight. He doesn't remember. But he didn't he didn't uh, he didn't rush to Dhamma Fanamit. Shouldn't rush to get Alias. So that's where the Tesis got this idea from that even three women bench is a Vishus. Because the Gemara quotes it in the context of the Machlokes, where the Shnayim Shachlu, Shloshes Shachlu Kachas Chayavim Lezan, the Shnayim are not Chayavim. Is it a Rishus? Is it an option? So the Gemara brings the Raya from the fact that there are three women can bench Benzuman. Three women, you can't say that they're Mechuyev to bench Benzuman. Bench Benzuman is Bichas Hamaz and Bachabura. So three women don't constitute a Chabura. That was what we mentioned. The Rashbon, the first Daf in Maseches Nida has an opinion, Yesh Omri, he doesn't agree, but he quotes an opinion that based on the Gemara and Nazar, Perak Shnein the Gemara says, if there are three people standing together near each other in a building, even though the building is a Bishus HaYochet for Shabbos purposes, if there's a Suffolk Tum, it has a data Suffolk Tum, but Bishus HaRabim. Why? Three people is a Rabbin. Because we determine the law of Suffolk Tum, Bishus HaYochet versus Suffolk Tum, Bishus is learned out from Saita, the fact that it says Venitma'o, it's an allusion to the din of Safik Tuma. So if the woman, if the Eshishish was Misyacheres, if she violated Nistara, she was Nistara, she had Stira with the man that the husband was Chayshad her with, so she and that man were together. So that's called Safik Tuma Bishu Sayach. We don't know whether she was Mizana or not. So we call that Safik Tuma Bishu Sayach. And she has to get divorced from the husband unless she drinks Maim Hamarim. That's what the Gemara says in the first half and sight of Bismana Zeh, that there's no base Hamigdosh. Her husband better never warn his wife out history in Because if you're going to have Kini Yastira, it's Sofik Tum, we should say, Yoch, it's Fekha Tomei. She's Asura bylaw Until she drinks the Maim Hamarim, Bismana Zeh, there is no base Hamigdosh. There's no Maim Hamarim. The Gemara says, Bismana Zeh, it's not a smart idea to warn your wife that, uh, that she shouldn't uh, have an affair. She shouldn't be nistor with Plony, because she'll become Asurella by the one be any hunter. So that's what the Rosh adds on, that, um, that ten women don't even constitute Asura for purposes of Mikra Megillah. And the Gemaras thought that three women is optional to Benjamin. It can't be that it's a chiyuv, because women were always makpid on, uh, on sneers. So the women, even if you have a hundred women, it's like a tre gabri damian. It's not considered, uh, you don't call it a chaburim. So the said, no, it could be that it's different. Two people, two men, is not even, not at all called a chaburim. Maybe three women is a little bit of a chaburim. They're not mechuyif to bench benzaman, but it's an optional tzirishus. How come it's not rishus by ten? So that uh, the Orach Shulchan has this idea. The Gemara says the only bench benzaman, if they made up in advance, neizom and echol beduchta plan. How did the Gemara tell the story? That when Rav passed away at the funeral of Rav, it was it earlier. And then Gimel. 
Okay, the bottom of Mem Beis on the base, the top of Mem Gimel on Aleph. So if they made up in advance, they were all going to eat in a certain location by the banks of the river Danek on the way back from the funeral. So they were hungry. So they all made up they're going to eat when they reached the banks of the river. So the Gemara says you have to make up your mind in advance, then you have a Mizuman. If you didn't make up in advance, it just be mikreh. Three people walked into the cafeteria, and each one is eating at a different table, and reading a newspaper, he's reading a Gemara, reading a Mabasad, whatever. And then when it's time to bench, they all realize that they have a Mizumah, but they didn't really make up in advance. So Neuch HaShulchan, he said that that's optional. To bench Mizumah there is optional. But there's no optional Mizumah by Asura. Either you're Mechuyev, or you, or you don't bench Alekeinu. You can bench Loisha, can be optional. But you can't say Alekeinu. So that's what they got from the din of the women. The Tesis uh, understood in the Gemara that if you have three women, it's optional. It's a Rishus to have Mezuman. It's not a Chiyu. That perhaps explains why the Mishnah Bura says he's surprised how come women never bench Mezuman. He doesn't understand. So he says, obviously it's following the Tesis that it's a Rishus. But the women volunteer to shake a lulav and they say bracha and a lulav. They volunteer to listen to Tkir Shoifa and they say bracha if the Baltikei already was Yotzei. So if he's blowing only for women, so the women say the bracha. So why don't the women volunteer to bench Mizumah? He doesn't understand, especially the Vilna Gon holds la'alacha, not like this, he holds like the other Rishonim. That three women are mechuyif to bench Mizumah. But uh, that's the meaning. The women have chosen not to bench Mizumah because it's only a Rishus. But it's on the Ramos has only Rishus to bench Mizuman, not Alakainu. But they can say Alakainu. Because Asara to say Alakainu, when you have Asara, that either you're Mechuyiv or the, it's not optional. Like if 10 people are eating on 10 different tables in the cafeteria and they all finish eating at the same time, then they realize they have a Mizuman of Asara. If they, if they didn't plan it out in advance, they didn't make up in advance, Nesel and Echel Beduch the plan. Then it's not optional to say Elokeinu Mizuman Asur Mizuman Shloisha. You can have optional. Shnayim Shachlu. We don't paskan like that sheet. We don't hold that that's optional. But by three women, it's optional. So if you have ten women, it's not going to be optional to say Elokeinu. Elokeinu either you mechuyiv too and you say, or if you're not mechuyiv, you don't say. Then the Gemara had a machloikas Amaroi Madhech and Birchas Hamazon Amem Vov Amedalaf. A strange, uh, strange machloikas, Rashi and Tosis. Rashi holds if you're not benching mezuman, if you're eating by yourself at home, you don't have a mezuman, you start from noydalucha. You don't say the first bracha, zanastakol. Tosis said, they never, they never heard of such a thing. What do you mean? That's clearly not the common practice. I wonder even if Rashi did like that. Rashi learns that that's what it said in the Gemara. And the Gemara sounds like we paskan like that. How can that be? So what is the machloikas? Adechem bichasam azimun. That you don't say it. He says, no, it's not a shalachas birchas hazimon. When a person eats birchidas, he doesn't have three. Where do you start benching? He starts from noydalucha. Nobody holds like that. He says, a dismach like this. If you have three people are eating bread together, so then, let's say two of them finished and the third one didn't finish. So then, Derecheretz dictates he should stop and answer to their mezuman. He should accommodate them. If you have three people eating together, only one finished, so you're not. The Echeretz does not require of the two that they should be mopsik in the middle of their meal in order to accommodate the one. But if two people want to finish the eating, two people finish the eating, and they want to bench Benzuman already, the Echeretz dictates that the third one should be mopsik his meal, 
and pause for them. The Gemara says, I bet there was once an incident that two were mapsic to accommodate the one. So the Gemara says, that was Rav Papa did lifnei meshuras adin. The Iker adin, derech eretz, does not require there that two should be mapsic for one. But Rav Papa was nicer at it, so he was even, he even did that. So Tesis on, that's the Shalad. Hechad birchaz hazimon, when you're mapsic from your meal, so how long do you have to pause from not eating? Then the Mizamans are going to say, you don't have to pay attention, but you have to pay attention until the end of Hazan HaSakol. That was the Makhloik. But not that somebody holds that when you bench the Echidus, you start from Noi Delechot. That's how Rashi learned. it doesn't look like that. So the way Taisus learns the Gemara, the next, the next Gemara has a discussion Taisa quotes the riff. quotes the on the next line in the Gemara. The Gemara, the, the, they interpret the Gemara. If you want to break up Benjamin among different people, like a lot of people when they have the seder with the whole family of people, so they have they alternate. Each person says one paragraph in Agoda, and everybody's yotzei with shemek the Gemara says in the end of Sochim that in, in the yeshiva of uh, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef was blind. In the yeshiva of Rabbi Yosef, he used to recite the Haggadah and he would, they, all the Talmudim would stay there. They didn't have, Maxwell House coffee didn't give out any free Haggadahs. So nobody knew how to say the Haggadah. So Rabbi Yosef would say the Haggadah about pen. The Gemara said that's a chidosh. Rabbi Yosef was blind. And Babazel Amarti, B'Shosh Heshmatz Marmanach, Mlafanach, usually applies that means that they'll see some gibberish china. Asar Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the last gemara in Masechah's Taina says, Asar Hakadosh Baruch Hu, last is machal at tzaddikim, last is lovay, and all the people will, all the tzaddikim will dance around, and a machal is a circular dance, and the shchina will be in the middle, in the low point, and they'll say hinei lakeinu zeh. So Rabbi Yosef was blind, so he couldn't see. So how can he say Baba Zeh? Asar Hashem libet seisim mitzvah and Baba Zeh lamati. That you can see if you're blind, you're not mechuyim. The Gemara says he holds that the matzah bezmanazet is only the rabbanim. But if he would have held matzah bezmanazet, the rice and he's blind, he's not mechuyim to say babazer. He wouldn't be able to be moitzi the talmidim. Mishenim mechuyim b'dover and emotia sarabi medechay vosa. So a lot of people have that practice today. They don't have everybody say the whole agora. Each person around the table says one paragraph and the mochi everybody else with Shem Ne'akarina. So that's the question. Women are also mechuyib and sipi, it's his inside. That's what would appear. Just like the mechuyib and matzah. It's an exception to the world. Women are mechuyib and matzah. So women apparently are mechuyib and sipi, it's his inside. So a woman can say the paragraph to be mochi the others as well. So the Gemara has an assumption here, the way the Riff read the Gemara. Tesis quotes the Riff. The Rip says, what if you want to bench Benzuman, you want to break it up among different people? So you can't break it up the way you want in paragraphs. Each person has to say a full bracha. So the question is, the first bracha, that's the end of the bracha, or the end of the bracha is, can you break that up between two people? The next one, and everyone will answer. Then the next one will start. What do you say? No, from the beginning till one person has to say. He can't say on a half a bracha. That's the premise 
that the riff is assuming in this Gemara. You can't say Shemekoina on a half a bracha. This seems to correspond to the Mishnah earlier. Mishnah in, um, what's the name of the Perik? Hainoimdim. talks about davening chakras. So it says, usually on Lamedalad Amaralaf, usually if the Chazan, if the Gabai requests of someone, he should be the Baltfila, should Derech Eretz dictates, he should turn him down the first two times as if he's not worthy enough to daven to be the shliach at And if he asks him a third time, then he should go. But what happens if it's in the middle of Chazor Sashatz and the Chazan, the one who is the shliach Sibur, gets all confused? In the days of the time, it's easy to get confused because they didn't have any Sidur. It was against the din to write down the Siddur because the Siddur was considered part of Torah Shabbat Peh. And at that time, there, nothing, no part of Torah Shabbat Peh was written down. Only Megillas Tainas. Rashi points out, why is it called Megillus Tainus? It's Tatnis and Yasimin, lists off all the Amitav and the Abonan, and every uh, five prices, it has a din, a couple of dinim here and there in Megillus Tainus. That was the first part of Torah Shabbat Peh that was written down, apparently. So in the days of the Tanoim, Achazin has to remember the whole Nusach of Dishman Esri by heart to be able to, to daven, to be moitzed in the So in the middle of the Tfilah, Chazan becomes mevulbo and, and he can't continue anymore. So when the Gabba asks you to take over the Darfar Ramid, you shouldn't think that Darach Eretz dictates he should turn him down the first two times. No, it's a big Shaz HaTchak now. It's in the middle of Chazor HaShatz. The Chazan uh, got stuck. He, he forgot what, what he's saying. He forgot how to re- recite the rest of the Shema Nesre. So he shouldn't turn him down. He should accept right away. Mehechen hu maschel. So where should the new Shliach Sibur take over from? The bracha that the first Shliach Sibur got confused in, you should delude the new Shliach Sibur should take over from the beginning of that bracha. Why from the beginning? Whatever the first Chazan said, everybody was here, I'd say, they just start from the middle of the bracha. So you see that you don't say Shemekha on a, a half a bracha. So that's what the Rif learns here. Taisus quotes the Pshat of the Rif, Amem Vavim and Aleph. And that seems to be the Mishnah on Lamed Dalana Manala. And this is in contradiction with Rebbe Kivegir on that. Where was it? On Chofam Abayis, where Rebbe Kivegir pointed out in the Taishwiz that it would appear from the Gemara that you can't say Shemeka and Anahefa Brocha, because the Mishnah says on the top line on Chofam Abayis that women, second line, women are Mukhoib and Birchas Hamosim. So the Gemara had a suffix, is that the Araisa or the Rabbonon? Why should one think that Birchaz Hamazan is only the Rabbana whites and Mitzvah Sesha Shazman Grama that women are exempt from? Because there's a limit how long you can recite Birchaz Hamazan. If I eat this sandwich today and I wait till tomorrow, a day later, so I, uh, I can't fulfill a mitzvah if you wait too long. If you wait so long that you're hungry again, so the whole accomplishment by eating the meal is that you're not hungry. If you ate so long that you're hungry again, so then it's too late. You can't say Berna Foshis. You can't say Berach But that's not called the Mitzvah says as Zmagram. Zmagram means that Zman is Mechayev. Not that there's a limit in time, how long, when you have the ability to say the Berach That's a Kiddush Levon. So some Achreinim write on the side of the page and Shulchan women are exempt from saying Kiddush Levon. So the Yeska seems to be against the Gemara. Because the Gemara in Sanhedrin has a text for Kiddush Levon. The Gemara says, So the Gemara says, 
such a short bracha, that's the whole thing. We say a long bracha. The Gemara said, that's the whole bracha. Nashi Ditan, our wives know how to say that. That that's Bikitza, that's not the right bracha, it's much longer. So you see from the Gemara that the women used to say Kiddush Levon. Somehow over the years they developed the meaning, women don't say Kiddush Levon. So some of the Achrayim on the side of the page in the big Shulchan Ach, the Chof Meshloimai, says that it's a Mitzvah Sesla Shazban Grama. Pashta says that that's not correct. It's not a Mitzvah Sesla Shazban Grama. When the moon will appear, when the moon will disappear and reappear, that is my grama. I remember when I was in high school, I had nothing to keep me busy. So I used to travel every day by bus. My family lived in the Bronx and I used to come to high school here at the MTA. I'm here in these buildings since my bar mitzvah. So uh, I used to, on the bus, I used to calculate when the next moilet will be, when the next moldus for the next 20 years will be, and the tkufas, figure out when the tkufas is going to be. Okay, plain arithmetic. No higher mathematics, they're just plain arithmetic. So when the moon will disappear, when the moon will appear, that's his magrama. It's on a, on a clock and it has a system and you can calculate when the moon will appear, when the moon will disappear. But Kiddush Levana is not the mitzvah's magrama. You can only say, Haroi Levana Bechidusha recites a bracha. The Levana only appears and disappears based on its time system. But the Kiddush Levana is when I happen to see the moon. The moon's appearing and disappearing is magrama. But mitzvah says magram means that the zman is mechayiv in the mitzvah. Like Rosh Hashanah is mechayiv in blowing shofar. Sukkot is mechayiv in sitting in the sukkah. Pesach is mechayiv to eat matzah. That's called a mitzvah. Shahaz magram, but the zman is mechayiv. The Kedusha Sayyam is mechayiv. If you hold that tefillin, Laila loves man tefillin as a dim in a Torah. You had that possible. Shamato sechul kazos l'mayadam yamim yamimo. So there was a machlekes hatanaim. Which chukazos? What are you talking about? So the Ramam Paskin is like the Tana. Chukas hatfilan akasim adaber. It says miyami miyamima v'lo laila. Every day is mechayiv talek tfilan. So that's called a mitzvah haseisha as magrama. Zman of yom is mechayiv. Tzitzis. You only wear tzitzis by yom, not by laila. If if that's the pshat, that's how the Ramam learns. The mitzvah tzitz only applies in the daytime, not at nighttime. So. Yom is mechayven tzitzis. Laila is not mechayven tzitzis. That's called zman grama. Zman is mechayvu in the mitzvah. Tosus has a difficulty. Tosus holds that there is no such din. Tosus and the Rosh are quoted in the Shulchan There is no din that by Laila you don't have the mitzvah of tzitzis and by Yom you have the mitzvah. Pajamas are not chayven tzitzis. Beged Laila, ksus Laila is not chayven tzitzis. But ksus Yom Balaila. If you wear talus balayla, according to the Tesis, you should say a bracha. We don't say a bracha because the Ramam disagrees. The Ramam holds that layla is pata. So we, we consider it a machlekes. Uh, we are choshish of both the Ramam and the, and the Tesis shita. <coughs> so that's the question. Why should, bichas, why should women be, not be mechid men atar and bichas hamazen? It's a mitzvah, it's not graman. No, there's a limit. The food, your stomach is going to feel hungry if you wait too long. But it's not that there's man, there's man is the limit. There's a limit how long after finishing eating can you still say the brachachrayna. Calls man not your full. Once you already feel hunger pangs, then it's too late. The, the accomplishment of eating the food is already worn off and you're hungry again. But that doesn't make it as my grandma. So why should women be potter? So that's two pshot and Rashi and Tosa. So Rashi says because Noshim lo not lechelik ba'aretz. We have to thank Hakadosh Baruch Hu 
he gave it to our ancestors. So the women never yarshin in Eretz Yisrael. That's a problem. What do you mean? That's not true. But Eretz had a shayla. Moshe Rabbeinu said, yes. He asked the Rebbeinu. Rebbeinu said, came at Eretz Yisrael. They do get the Yerush. If there are no sons, then the, then the daughters get it. If there are sons and the daughters don't get it, then that's called it's difficult. Rashi pshat is difficult. Tosa is not happy with Rashi. Tosa has a different shot that you have to thank Hakadosh Baruch Hu for giving us the mitzvah of bris milo. What does it have to do? Where does it say that in the Chumash? So Chumash says v'chal tzadot v'achta shanim al kecha al horetz hatoy v'shen osalach me. To thank Hakadosh Baruch for giving us Eretz Yisrael. When did Hakadosh Baruch Hu give Eretz Yisrael to Avram Avinu? When on the occasion that he fulfilled the mitzvah of Milo. That's what it says in the Mate Moshe. The Mogan Avram quotes from the Mate Moshe. Mate Moshe, I think, was the Talmud of the Ramon, Talmud of the Marshal, in the early days of that in the 1500s. The Mate Moshe records all the Minhagim. Uh, it's like a Kitsu Shulchanak with Minhagim. So he says, when you attend the bris, the Minig is Mechaev, that you should give a gift. Just like HaKadosh Bocha gave a gift, he gave Everything saw to Abraham Avinu on the occasion of his bris milah, that we should give a significant gift to the parents who were celebrating the bris milah of their child. So it's always given as a gift to Abraham Avinu on the occasion of his fulfillment of the bris milah. So that's why when we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu giving us food, it says, we have to thank him over the fact that he gave us Eretz He gave us Eretz on the occasion of the bris milah, and on the condition that we're going to learn the Torah and keep the mitzvah. So that's why you have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the text of the Brichas HaMazen, because in Eretz Yisrael was given, we thank him for giving us Eretz Yisrael. It was given when Avraham Avinu fulfilled the mitzvah of Milo, and on the condition that we will, uh, we will observe the Torah and the mitzvah. So that's why you have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for Bismillah. So women are not much even telling the Torah. Women are mechayiv to learn the dinim that are relevant to them. Shabbos kasher is taras hamishpacha. They have to know the dinim that are relevant to them in order not to violate the mitzvahs atayr. But that's as a hechsha mitzvah, not as a mitzvah bifnei aspen. The men have a mitzvah. To, that's how the Beis Halevi has a chelik aleph in the Hagdama and as well as in Shuva Vav. I think he uh, speaks about this. There are two different inyanim and learning Torah. One is alamadatamos and mishmaratam lasosam. You have to learn the dinim in order to know how to observe the dinim. Then you have to learn even those dinim that are not relevant for us. We live in Chutz Lawrence. We don't have any chumas and maestas shmita. We have a leket shikhatea. The men have an obligation to learn kolotarukul, even in Yonitul Mugatara, which most of which are not relevant, bismanazeh. The women don't have a chiv to learn. Women only have a chiv alamadatamos and mishmaratam lasosam. Women have to learn those dinim that are relevant to them. They should know how to be the kind of those mitzvahs. Women don't have an obligation of bris milo, even milo sabein. The woman has a baby boy. Let's say the husband uh, died. The husband died already. So the woman does not have a chiv to be mal her son. The bezna has a chiv to take care of the bris milo, but the mother doesn't have an obligation. Mother's not mechiv and milo sabein. So that's the shayla. Women are mechiv and talmud Torah. Women and Tosis learns. Women are not mechayiv in Talmud Torah. Women are not mechayiv in Bris Mila Mila Sadein. So maybe since that's part of the text of Yechus Hamazon, so um, so maybe women are not mechayiv to say that line. They don't have to thank Hakadosh Baruch over the fact that He gave us Bris Mila. 
So if you're not mechuyiv in that, maybe you're not mechuyiv in anything. Maybe you didn't see the all or nothing. So Taisus on that was the Gemara's topic. <coughs> the Gemara raises the issue: What's the nafkamina Allah halamaisa? Whether the women are mechuyiv to bench by the term the rabbanon. So the Gemara should have said suffik. If it's a din, the rice is suffik. The rice is lechum. It's a din, the rabbanon suffik. The rabbanon lekula. And Shulchan Aruch, the prima godim, talks about that. Why didn't the Gemara and Chacham the base? The Gemara had the shaila. Well, the notion of the Amazon, the Raisa, the Rabbanon, the more should have said that Afkamin is, but if a woman is with Suffolk, Suffolk Birch, Suffolk Lloyd Birch, is a Chazim of Arach or not. The Gemara didn't say that in Afkamin. The Gemara said, Dip in Afkamin, can a woman bench to be Motsi or husband? Mishaina Bechud Badavra, and a Motsi or Sarabi Medechai Vosan. If women are not Mokhiv to bench, they're never Mokhiv to bench, but not Taira, then they can't be Motsi the husband. So that, and what, how do we paskin? So we paskin to speak at Adina. Whether women's chiyav to bench bech zamazan is the rice of the rabbanon. So if it's the rabbanon, it would appear from the Gemara that the women cannot bench to be moitzi the, the men. Yeah, what do you mean benching to be moitzi the men? But we said last week the din is the Rishalmi had that there are three cases where we don't permit Shemekha or Ina. How can a woman bench to be moitzi the husband? We don't say Shemekha, even if you are Mechri Bedover, we don't say Shemekha in it by Kriyashma. Because Kabbalah Samach Shemayim, Derech Eretz dictates you should say on your own. Then Tefillah, if you need something, Derech Eretz dictates you should ask yourself. Shouldn't be lying to someone else saying the bracha. And the third half is brachas in connection with eating food. That you don't allow Shemekha in it on brachas, not the bracha Shalafana, not the bracha Shalachrev. So that can be the Gemara says over here the, the women are mukhib and atayra, then the woman can be mighty, the husband with the bracha, she's mukhib and over. We don't allow Shemekhain and Birchas Hamaz. So the Pashtus of the answer is that the Gemara says on, on this daf, on Memhei on the base, the Gemara had the suffix where the Shnaim Shaochlu, is it a Rishus to bench Mazumah or it's not even a Rishus? So we pass in Shnaim Shaochlu, Mitzvah Lecholik. More correct is each one should bench on his own. But if one is a safe and one is a boor, one is knowledgeable. One of the two men knows how to bench. The other one does not how to bench. They didn't have any sidurim. It was considered part of Torah Shabbat Pet. So then the Gemara says, in that case, the scholarly person, the learned person, knows how to bench and bench. And then you rely on Shemekha. The other one can be Yotzeh. So the Mishnah Guru asked, but the Rishami said, you don't allow Shemekha in it by brachas in connection with eating food. So he said, that whole din in the Yerushalmi, that there are three cases, the Ran and the end of Rosh Hashanah quoted, there are three cases where we don't permit Shemeh Ka'ina, brachas in connection with eating food, and Kriyashman, Shman Eswe, that's only made the Rabbanim, and I tell you, you do allow it. But if you have a big shas atchak, one is a seif and one is a boor, then the seif and mevarach, a boor, yeah, then the board, then we revert back to the Dindaraisa. We rely on the Dindaraisa again. That's what the Mishnah Buru says. So that's the Pashtas and the Gemara. And the same thing on Chafam and Beis. The Gemara had a Shaila. Whether women are Mechuyim and Atarim the Rabbanan. Afkamina, when a woman, can a woman be mighty a husband with the benching? So that's because the husband doesn't know how to bench. He's a cipher. So the wife is the soferet, and the husband is the board. So the wife is learned. See, she's mechuyim and atar. She can be mighty the husband. She's only mechuyim and rabban. She can't be mighty the husband. So Taisa says on that Gemara on Chafam Ebeis that line for sure the woman can't be mighty the husband. 
Those lines she can't be married to the husband. That she's potter from. Shaila is because she's potter from that. Therefore, her chiv on the whole benching can only be with the rabban, see the all or nothing. Or they say no, the rest of the benching she mechuyim menatorah. And that line she's only mechuyim with the rabban atorah. Because they get adds on and it's safe at rush v'chidush. Ha'ores alashas. So he adds on, how is the woman going to be mighty her husband with the benching? The husband does not have a bench. So he's, she has to tell her husband in advance. When I'm going to say that line, that you have to say yourself. The benching, the benching after there, I'll say the whole benching and be mighty you, because I'm mechuyiv men also. But that line, I'm not mechuyiv. So that line you have to repeat after me. The woman can volunteer it, but it's not to be taken literally. The editorial way. God is gave the bits of bris mila to the Jewish people, but she's really not believing in that. So Rabbi Kavega says he sees in this taste the way they read the Gemara that you allow shemek toina on a half of a bracha. The wife is going to say the first part of noydalacha. The husband is going to have to say word for word the middle part, and then the wife will say the third part to be mighty the husband. So is, doesn't this contradict the rifts pshat on Manvavim and Aleph, Taisa's quote of the rift, that you don't allow Shemekoin on the half of Prophet, and it contradicts the Mishnah and Lamedal on the half It says, Shlech Sibeshetor, and the Gabbai asked someone to take over the Chazorah Sashat, so they say, Sarvim Bosashor, Mechonu Mascham, and Tchilas Abrochah Shetor Zeh, has to go back to the beginning of the Brochah, you don't say Shemekoin and the half of bracha does not contradict the Tyson's pshat and the Gemara and the Avchot on the base. That's the kasha that the Birchas Roish raised that kasha, the Chazanish raised that kasha. So that's where Absolvechi gave all fancy answer. He thought that uh, maybe this din of the Rifam and Vavim and Aleph and the Mishnah and Lamedal and Lamed Aleph is only by Chazaras Hashat, because that's a Tfilos Hatzibur. Maybe it's a difference. When everybody davens balachish, that's tefillah sayochit. But when the chazan repeats the shmanesu, that's tefillah satzibur. The whole tzibur is offering one tefillah. In addition to tefillah sayochit that everybody says, you should also have a tefillah satzibur. The people daven bit tzibur, tefillah bit tzibur. When you daven balachish, but the chazar sashat says tefillah satzibur. All tzibur offers one, one shmane esrei. That's what Absalvechik said over the Karen Oira. Karen Oira was the younger brother of the Mishkan Yanki who learned in Valozhin, one of the early Talmidim who learned Parapchaim Valozhina. And then he was the rabbi in, uh, in Karlin. Rabbi in Karlin had the Karlin Hasidim. So he has several of his chubas uh, to explain why Hasidic practices are incorrect. He has about, uh, they put on Tefillin Shalyad sitting down. So he says they misunderstood the Kabbalah. All the Svartim do like that. Not just the Hasidim. So all the Svartim misunderstood the Kabbalah. That's what he says. They misunderstood the Kabbalah. There's no such thing. You don't have to put on the Shalyad sitting down. I saw someone wrote a whole Dvartaira. The Gemara says, A Koyen can't put on Shalyad if he's in the base of because it's a Chatzitza. He can't put the Shalyad on top of the big Dekunah because the chatzitza by the shalyad, and can't put the shalyad below the big dekuna, because the chatzitza between the big dekuna and the body. So you can't put on shalyad. Shalrosh, they could put on, but the shalyad not. 
So why did the Gemara need this reason? Why? Because of the Yeshiv of Chatzit, the Gemara should have said, and Yeshiva Bazar. No one's allowed to sit in the Azar. Everybody knows when you put it on the Shalyad, you have to put it on the Yeshiva. How funny, Kash. Kash on the Kubalim. On the Kubalim. No, no. A humor is Kash. So the Kevin Aira deals with an issue that the Mishnah Brewer raised uh, a few centuries later. Kavanaugh lived in the early 1800s. So the Mishnah Brewer quotes Rabbi Yankov Eminem Sefer. Morak Tzir. Rabbi Yankov wrote a Sefer on the Torah Rechaim with the Bez Yosef. He has running commentaries. He gives you his opinion. He's very opinionated. He has an opinion on everything. Not always accepted. Very often not accepted. So Rabbi Yankov, so the Mishnah Brewer quotes in Kuf Chavches, is the similar Baduchaning. So he quotes Rabbi Yankov Hem that writes in his Sefer Morak Tziyah that Duchaning uh, Bismanah is only the Rabbonim. Why? Because the Gemara and Saita learns that from the Pasuk and Parsha Shmini. That Aaron Akoyin on Shmini Lemiluim, Arish Chodesh Nisim, was Shmini Lemiluim, Shivas Meamiluim, well, the last six days in Chodesh Ador. And Rosh Chodesh Nisim was Shmini Lemiluim. So Aaron Akoyin gave the Bichas Kohani, Recha Shem Yishmarecha, at the conclusion of Hakrovas Karbonas Tzibor. So Rabbi Akfam said that Bizmana said that no basic no carbonus tibur, no carbonus yochid either. So the whole duchin can only be Midrabon. I would have said the same. And he quotes this Gemar. So the Mishnah Bura says it's wrong. Mishnah Bura has he has an asterisk. It's not in the Bir Halacha and it's not in the Sharatzion. He has an asterisk on this on one line in the Simon Kufchavchas. In the middle of Kuf Chavchesa, he quotes Rabbi Yankov Emden in a footnote on the bottom of the page, and he says it's wrong because he has rice from all over the place that Duchening is the rice. Yeah, but still Rabbi Yankov Emden has a good time. Marsa Bifarish. Duchening is only the rice at the conclusion of Hakrovas Kabbal Siba. But what do you do with it? That's a Gemara. What do you do with Rabbi Yankov Emden's Gemara? So the Kevinara gives an answer. So Rabbi Salvechik said it over, and he said it over with uh, Morgishma. So he said, when we daven Shema Nesra on the weekdays, we say Shema Kaleinu, Gabel Berachamim Uveros Anes Tfilah, Sen Berachat HaShem, Shamea Tfilah. Then we say right away, Ritzei HaShem Lekeinu, Be'am Chisolev Isfilos, and please accept the Tfilahs of the Jewish people. That's what he just said in Shema Kaleinu. What do you have? The next bracha starts off as a repeat from Shema Kaleinu. Why do you say the same thing one after the other, twice? So the Kerenara answers that Ritzu is a technical term that Rube de Rube appears in Tanakh only in connection with Karbonus. When we say the Baruch Baruch HaTashem HaRetzeh B'Shuvah So in all the translations HaRetzeh B'Shuvah Kodesh Baruch wants us this is his desire he wants us to do Tshuva. Rav Salechik thought that that's a mistranslation or it said b'tshuva means Hakadosh Baruch is misrat said b'tshuva. If we make up and we we achoyze b'tshuva, Hakadosh Baruch will be appeased. He will accept our tshuva and he will be appeased. So harot said b'tshuva doesn't mean he desires tshuva. He can be misrat said b'tshuva. So we say shmakalena kabel berachem v'ratzin and so saying, please accept the tefilos. Then we say v'tzei Hashem ukenem amchisol b'tshuvos. Please accept the tefilos and consider it as if we have brought a carbon. Because the term Ritzu is a technical term that Rube de Rube 
appears, that's what the Balatani writes in the Shariyachid Vamuna. He says the term Ritzah appears Ruba de Ruba in connection with Karbonus. Hurtza means the Karbon is Kosher. Lo Hurtza means the Karbon is Pasal. So Ritzah Bamchisola Visfilosam is to convert the Tfilah into a Karbon. So there's a Tfilah Sayachid and a Tfilah Satsibor. Just like there's a Karbon Yachid, there's a Karbon Atsibor. So when the Yachid Davin, Tfilah Belachash, and he says Ritzah Bamchisola Visfilosam, Akolish Bacha will consider the Tfilah as if he brought a Karbon Yachid. When the Chazan is repeating the Chazar Sashatz and he's offering Tfilas Hatzibur, and he says, He's asking, Baruch will accept it, that the Chazar Sashat should be accepted and considered as if we brought a Korban Tzibur. So at the conclusion of Hakravas Kaparatzi, and that works Menatara. That works Menatara. When you say, say that converts the Tfilas Hatzibur into Korban Tzibur. So that's what enables us to Duchen. The reciting of the bracha would say, "Bam chesal abisfilos by the chazan," and that's what the Kavanara writes. That's why there is a din in the Gemara called "Koin Shalakal Arglav Beritzei Shuvein Oila Leduchen." The Kohanim have to at least start walking towards the bima, the platform in the front. Usually, they stand on an elevated platform that everyone should hear. They should, they should, their voice should carry, so they would stand on a duchen. Duchen is a platform, elevated platform. Some spiders are hold that the Kohanim is standing on a platform is the Ikuva. If they, if they stand on the floor, then they can't do it. You have to have some elevated platform. So I remember uh, years ago, uh, one summer we rented an apartment in Bait Vagan, and I would daven every, so I would daven every day uh, in, uh, in Yeshiva called Torah. So half of the students were Svartim, half of them were Ashkenazim. So the first they would let the Svartim walk up, the Kohanim, Svartim would walk up on the platform. And then if there was a little more room, they would let the Ashkenazi Kahanim walk up also. Two or three Kahanim would walk up. The rest had to stand on the floor. Why? Because only among the Svartim is there such a sheet that's standing on a duchen, standing on a platform is the Kuban. So the Svartim would be Machmet uh, to stand on the platform. So that's how the Karenora defends the Psach HaMakubah. We assume that duchen today is their eyes. So why? True, correct, what it says in the Gemara site, the only duchen at the conclusion of Hakravas Karban Sibur. But the Chazar Sashatz is a Tfilas Hatzibur, and when the Chazan says Ritzay, he succeeds in converting that Tfilas Hatzibur, and what HaKadosh Baruch Hu accepts, is if he had offered a Karban Sibur. So at the conclusion of Karban Sibur, you can have duchen. So that's what the Gemara says, Kal Khan Shalakala if the coin didn't start walking towards the duchen, didn't start walking towards the platform, before the chazan finishes the bracha say, because it's that bracha that enables them to duchen. That's a fascinating. Rabbi used to say over a lot from the Karen Whenever he has something good to say, we say it over. Mishkan Asyankov also. Mishkan Asyankov, the Mishnah Brewer, every so often will quote the Mishkan Asyankov to reverse the Psak and Shulchan Aruch. Mishkan Sanku would often reverse the Psak. We don't follow that. Okay. So Rapsolechi suggested that maybe maybe this was the terrace on the stira. When do you allow Shemaya Kohen and the Hefer Brachum or not? So if you're saying Kiddush, there's not a Dabashal Tzibur. You're saying Bichas Hamaz and two people, and the wife is saying Benjamin to be mighty the husband. That's based on Shemaya Kohen. 
even in these three cases, only with the Rabbanon. If you have a Shasat Chak, the Mishnah Burr says, that's Pshat Nengmar, you revert back to the Din Deraisi, you allow again, Shemea Ka'ina. So whenever there's a plain Shemea Ka'ina, then you can apply it even by a Chatsi Brach. But if it's Chazoros Hashatz, it's Tfilos Hatsibud, it's Sibud together, a bench of Mizuman, the whole Chabur is offering a Bichas Hamozan together, it's a different Din. Bechsamozen b'mezumen is not based on shemekayin. Bechsamozen b'mezumen is one. The whole chabura only became obligated to offer one bechsamozen. So since it's it, since it's a, a bracha shel tzibur, so it has to go in units of a whole bracha. That was Rab Solveitchik's suggestion, and he had he thought he had another nafkamina ledina that his grandfather Abchaim and others had a possible deal in the Ramam is not so muchroch that normally the Gemara in Sukkah and Laflam says Shama v'le'ona amen yotza Shamea ke'oyne whenever I hear a bracha I should answer Amen and certainly if I want to be yotza with the bracha I want to be yotza with Kiddush or Abdullah Hamotzi before the meal so yeah you should really say Amen what if Shama v'le'ona amen what if I paid attention but I didn't I had a mind to be yotza but I didn't say Amen so the Gemara said that's the din Shamea ke'oyne and if you would have been Aina, call Aina Amin Kila Hoytse Bracha Mepiv Dami, so you Yoytse. You Yoytse De Bracha. So Pashta, the Ramam writes that in Parakalif and Echaz Brachas, whenever you hear a Bracha from someone else, and you want to be Yoytse, so even if you didn't answer Amen, you Yoytse. But the Ramam repeats it in three places that you have to, you should say Amen. So one is by Chazaras Hashatz, the whole Tzibah should say Amen. One is by Ben Shemizuman, the people who are Yodzi with the Birchus HaMizamein. In the days of the Gemara, they didn't have everybody say the Birchus HaMizamein softly. The Mizamein said the whole brunching from the beginning to the end, out loud. And that should be the practice today also. Mishnah Bruce says it's not right that when they bench Mizuman, he only says till Azan HaSakol. A lot of times they don't even say that. That's not right. You say the whole benching out loud. Till the other malichas venim. Say everything out loud. <coughs> so from the Rambam was a bit of a mashmoes that if the if the tzibur doesn't answer amen to the chazaras hashatz or the people who are answering answering the mezuman don't say amen to the brachas of the mezamen, there's a possible mashmoes from the Rambam and not so muchrach that they wouldn't be Yotze. So why should that be so? All of a sudden here, Aniyas Amen is Likuva. Usually it's not Miyakim. Someone says Kiddush. So everybody's Yotze with the Kiddush. Even if you didn't say Amen. You hear the Megillah, even if you didn't say Amen to the Brach of the Yotze. So why is all of a sudden over here? So that's what I'm so late. suggest maybe since the whole Chazor, Sashat, and Ben Shemizuman, it's a, it's a Brachah Shal Tzibur, a Brachah Shal Chabura, he didn't want to use the Lashon Tzibur when you bench Pazumim with three. We usually use the expression Tzibur to imply a minion of ten people. So if there's bench Pazumim with three, so that's a Chabur. So he coined the new expression, Bichas HaMozim Bachabur. If you have ten people, okay, maybe you can all Bichas HaMozim with Tzibur. So in order to be become part of the Tzibur, maybe that's Ma'akev. Audience participation is Ma'akev. If you don't say Amen, you're not considered part of that Chabur. If someone's saying, uh, someone's saying, Kiddush Abdullah, I don't have to become part. Shemei HaKoyin, you would say. I mean, why does the Gemara say three or four? 
It should say four or 20. It shouldn't be three, right? Hazan, Haaretz, and Yerushalayim. It should say 20 or four. Either you're going to say with a mezumin, it has to be each one. You have to split it up by the bracha. Yeah. Or you should say 20 if it's your Kedusha Omeya going on a half a line. In the rare case that you allow Shemekha, and usually you don't allow Shemekha in a Vibenshi. Only if one is a safe and one is a boor. Yeah. Once in a long while, you have a safe and a boor. Yeah. So then it would be 20? Okay. That's correct. If you're going to have one person bench to be mighty, the others, not Petaris Mizuman. It's got to be Petaris Shemekha. If the others don't know how to say the bracha at all, and you don't have a Mizuman, that is Petaris Shemekha. Then you do say Shemekha and a half a bracha. That was the suggestion. Then Nigmar had a question on the base. You had three people eating together and two finished eating. They won a bench mezuma. So Derech Eretz dictates that the third one should be mafsik, his meal, and to answer mezuma. So how long does he have to be mapsik his meal? So that was Maklai Kesan Ahmed Aleph. So he said till the end of Mazanus Hakol. But then he's going to continue to eat his sandwich. After he, after he, he pauses for a, a minute, and the Mazanus tells till Mazanus Hakol, then he says, no, delucho, I continue eating my sandwich. Then when I finish eating my sandwich, do I start from no, delucho, because I was here, said the first bar, Mazanus Hakol, from the Mazanus, or do he say no? Since I had bread, in between my answering the Mizuman in the beginning and my continuing to bench them, maybe I have to start all over from the beginning. So that was a machlekes, lehechon uchoyzer. Where do you go back? So we say you go back to the beginning. On Rosh Hashanah, the Gemara says that you only blow shofar al seder habrachas. You blow shofar in Musaf after Malchus, after Zechrenus, and after Shofar. So, with different opinions in the days of the time when you blow shofar, so that's how we pass on after Malchus, after Zechrenus, and after Shofar. <clears throat> so, this is a remark that's only B'tzibur. But I'm about to Kaya, and I don't feel well. I have to dab in a home. On Rosh Hashanah. So can I blow shofar in the middle of my tefillah belachash? Morris says, no. I have another Baltikeya who's going to also not. You only blow shofar in the middle of, middle of uh, Musaf if you're davening b'tzibah. If you're davening b'yochid, the Gemara says that you don't. So it's only, so according to this, Mashmois in, in the Rambam, you only say the tefillah b'tzibah if you have nine people answering. It says in if you don't have nine people answering, to each bracha. So the Prisha on the bottom of the Torah writes, but it's not really a bracha But uh, you don't need all nine answering. Let's say one is still in the middle of Shmona uh, Esri, he didn't finish Tefillah Balachas yet. So what proper is you should wait till you have nine people to answer. But if the people have to run to work, so you don't wait till you have nine people. You have the Shliach Tzibur. And another five people, that's five and one is six, they have the Rav Tzibur. The Rav Tzibur is going to be answering Amen, going to be Davin answering Amen. So that's, uh, that's not a bracha of Atolim. 
let's say you have the five people who are answering Amen are all answering incorrectly. They're answering either too soon or too late. Omen Yisoyma. The chazan finishes the bracha and they say Amen uh, three seconds later. He's already halfway through the second bracha when they're answering Amen. Or they say Amen before he finishes the final syllable of the final word in the bracha. So that's called Omen Chatufa. According to Samashan, he answered Amen too soon. Omen Yisoyma. He answered Amen too late. He, wa- he waited too long to say Amen. So uh, that's what many from the Salvechik family would be machmer, since you need on the Yosamein Le'ikuva, possible diok and the Rami. You need on the Yosamein Le'ikuva. See, you don't need all nine. And Shulchanel says you really need nine. And if you don't have all nine, you don't have nine people answering. I mean, Karabat W.S. It's close to a close, but it's not a Brachalavatala. How much do you need that it shouldn't be a Brachalavatala? You should have five answering Amen with the Shleach Tzibah. What if the five are answering Amen are answering incorrectly? So that's what they felt that that could be a bracha levatali. No one's yotze the chazaras hashatz. Then no one's yotze the tefila the tkiyos al seder abrachas. So that's why Rav Avila Soloveitchik would make an announcement. That's what they printed every year. Rav Soloveitchik, I remember in Boston, would make every year on Rosh Hashanah and make an announcement before the Baltikay with Blo Shafer. We'd say everybody should. Pay attention and say Amen. Usually in the yeshiva, the Gaba makes the announcement. But Rabbi would make the announcement more. He would say, You shouldn't answer Amen till the Hassan finishes the final syllable of, of the last word in the bracha. You shouldn't answer too soon. You shouldn't answer too late to make sure that you, otherwise no, none of us will be, I'd say, the Tkiyas al Seder Brachas. Because uh, you, only, you only have Tkiyas al Seder Brachas. If you're davening chazaras al shatz and if you don't have five people answering amen properly, you're not yet say the chazaras al shatz. So the rabbis would make the announcement every year, and with the announcement, it still didn't help. People would. The Mishnah Bura says the nigan is misleading. The nigan for the baltfilim kadesh Israel, Usually, people say amen with the final syllable. They would always emphasize: make sure you don't begin to say amen till. The final syllable is completed by the chaz, and then you say amen afterwards. Shouldn't be amen chatufa. Shouldn't be amen yisayma. Okay, I have to leave. I have to go out of town. I will not be able to give a shi'ah tomorrow, but uh, believe that on Tuesday I will be back, and the uh, final is going to be on Wednesday. Shatayim atzlachas. Okay.